Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Adrian Muhesha is a non-binary lesbian Lebanese fighter, writer and all-round class clown that never really grew out of it. They specialise in oversharing and giving good hugs, which surprisingly comes in handy when they fight because they prefer grappling over striking. They currently work at ACON as a program coordinator of safety, inclusion and justice, and they continuously overshare in a bid to promote having conversations regarding subjects normally viewed as too much for a Macca's drive through This story was performed at Riverside Theatres in Parramatta in 2022. So the slur left his mouth quicker than my fist could meet his face. Shemale. Blood spurted out of his nose, the same color as my cheeks when I'd heard the insult. I'm seething as I dive my right shoulder into his gut, and I bring us both down to the ground. My ears burn red hot, and I can't tell if it's from the pain of the impact or from his words. And I squeeze my fists hard enough to turn my knuckles bone white and clench my jaw as I reach my right arm back to swing at him again. Just as my knuckles are about to connect, the door behind his back disappears and I lose my balance. So we fall through the door frame and land in an entangled mess on the classroom floor. And his Lynx vanilla ice cologne fills my nostrils and I cough vigorously before scrambling away from him. My Arabic teacher, Ms. Jamir, appears before me and she's wearing the same expression as my disappointed mother. Her brow is furrowed, the deep set wrinkles highlighting her age and her lip is turned up in a sneer of disapproval. I can almost hear the same chain smoker growl underneath her tones as she raises her voice at us. Astaghfirullah, boys and girls shouldn't act like this. My cheeks redden from shame and I bite back my words of indignation. I want to tell her that I was defending myself, but she doesn't want to hear it. As far as she's concerned, the sin was mine as soon as our skin made contact. Before Ms. Jamil interjected, I was something in between, a shima. But now she's clearly defining the binary lines and I still feel just as terrible as when Bilal hurled the insult at me. A punishment has nothing to do with the fact that I punched him. If I'm a girl, then merely touching a boy is enough to brand me a slut, and that means she needs to make an example of me. So we both earn ourselves a detention. There's a room at the end of the hall that we're marched over to, and Miss Jamil tells us we're lucky that she's not involving the principal. And I wish I could tell her that I didn't care, that she could bring the whole faculty over to yell at me about how a girl should act, and they probably would get about as much success as my family does. The detention room is dimly lit. There are a few desks within it, stacks of chairs on one end, and peeling art pieces on the wall. A memory of years ago when this classroom was still in use. The air is stale, and it leaves a dusty taste in the back of my throat. She assigns us a thousand lines each and puts us at separate ends of the classroom so that she can discourage further interaction. It's quiet in the room, except for the scratching of our pens and the rustling of paper when we flip to a new page in our workbooks. My adrenaline had spiked because of the fight, but it finally begins to ebb away as boredom sets in. Our physical distance doesn't stop Bilal from whispering. Fucking tomboy, underneath his breath, whenever Mr. Jamil isn't paying attention. And I can see him taking time out of his work to scratch insults about me into the wood of his desk. And he's, he's quick with my name, but painstakingly takes his time with the L in Lazar. My temper flares up again, and I tighten my grip on the pencil in my hand. 
I could snap it if I wanted to, but I know that would just earn me further punishment from our supervising teacher. So instead, I began to daydream. I daydream about smashing Galau's glasses with my closed fist. <laughs> I picture the fractured glass scattering like fireworks, and I can almost hear his surprised yelp of pain as the shards dig into his flesh. <laughs> the beauty of the image calms me, and I feel secure in the knowledge that I could easily break his nose if we were outside of the school grounds. But I can't stop myself from taking it personally in other ways. See, the girls always give me a wide berth because of the way I act, and I can't help myself from thinking that they can read my thoughts. I always catch them looking at me with judgment in their eyes. Why can't you just act normal? They whisper under their breath when I pass them in the halls, and I repeat it to myself internally when I'm sitting at this desk, scratching out line after line of, I must keep my hands to myself and away from the opposite sex. <laughs> but I was trying to get my attention again. He's a wisp of a boy with glasses that are far too big for his skinny face. And he's making obscene hand gestures behind Miss Jamil's back as she's writing something on the board. I find myself losing my patience with him. I rip off a piece of paper and I scribble an invitation into it before furiously scrunching it up and throwing out his head. His reflexes surprise me, and he manages to catch the paper ball before it lands. And he slowly unfurls it, taking into care to ensure that Miss Jamil has gone back to her own work before beginning to read. After he's done, he lifts his head up at me and nods. We find ourselves in the courts surrounded by a jeering crowd. There are boys screaming for blood as only school children can. And the girls, despite their better judgment, are quietly watching to witness the outcome. As always, Bilal just can't keep his fucking mouth shut. I bet the reason the girls don't hang out with you is because you're such a lazo. That one hurts. It hurts so much I can feel the pinpricks of hot tears of frustration in the corner of my eyes as I swallow down the insult. And I hate him so much in that moment. I hate him enough to finish what Mr. Jamil interrupted. I throw my entire body weight into him, like we're playing rugby on the school oval when he comes crashing down onto the floor. And I rear my head back when he takes a wild swing at me from below. And I return it with a lurching uppercut. And my fist connects to his chin, and he cries out in pain when he bites his tongue. Blood spills out from his bottom lip, and it splashes my knuckles. It's not the broken glasses fantasy I was picturing, but it's better. <laughs> I can see tears start to well up in his eyes and I take it as my cue to leave the damning scene before the teacher catches up with us again. The girls look surprised at my victory and I look away from them with a shy smile. <laughs> I'm not used to the way they're looking at me. Not with disgust or judgment, but with envy. And I brush my knuckles against my plaid green skirt and I walk alone and quietly down to the pickup sign. Years later, I wrap my hands quietly in the corner of my combat gym. My mouth guard blazes with pink and white, and Adrian is printed on the inside, along with my phone number, in case I ever lose it. <laughs> I pop it into my mouth, and I grin, the plastic finding its familiar place along the grooves of my teeth. And I finish up with my wrapping, and I pop onto the mats to greet the coach. He's a burly Scot with facial hair that makes him look like a goat, which is fitting, since to me, he really is the goat. <laughs> He's shown me how to turn all my anger and frustration at the world into strength, and how to be kind to myself. The goat smiles at me, and I find myself grinning back. He bumps my fist and he calls me bro. In training, I find myself grappling with a girl around my size and she isn't afraid of me. She fights like I do. The girls in my class want to get stronger, like me, and they're nothing like the girls I was so afraid of in high school. And they call me sister and I'm happy to be included. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.